accelerant, a substance used to aid the spread of fire, accelerating, or causing acceleration. This is the Accelerant Podcast. This week, we continue with part two of our exploration of lead management in Daxco Engage. Make sure to check out episode one to get up to speed. Now back to the conversation with Charlie Peters, Daxco's product manager. Charlie, what were some of the development challenges that maybe trying to solve different definitions of prospect brought about? One of the, the challenges we faced, and maybe this was even before we, we got to development, was was trying to understand the existing tools and processes that we were either trying to improve or maybe in some cases trying to replace. And so in, in a lot of our research, we saw many different ways for managing prospecting efforts or lead management efforts. Um, some of those ways included existing DAXCO solutions. Some of them didn't, and many were a creative mix of a few different tools. We saw a lot of spreadsheets. We saw a lot of paper files involved in this process. And so something like the web forms feature in DAX Cooperations was one that we have really leaned into and one that we, we continue to improve upon. But with a, with a project as big as prospecting and lead management, which touches a couple of our different products, so it, it began in DAX Cooperations and it continues through DAX Co Engage, it was really a, a long game approach. And so our product and engineering teams have really aligned on what has been an 18-month-long continuous improvement that led us to the new lead management features in in Dexco Engage. And I'm sure, Charlie, like any other project, we aren't stopping here. You mentioned that 18-month-long process, and I think what might surprise a lot of our associations is how very long some of these projects uh, are running behind the scenes. So tell us a little bit about some of those very early building blocks earlier on in the 18-month span you mentioned, and how that really led to what we consider lead management today. Yeah, so really going back to the summer and fall of, of 2019, we in full force kicked off our research and discovery efforts with associations for this broader prospecting project. So we started by addressing common user feedback, the, the DAXCO operations prospecting features. So I mentioned earlier that the prospecting web forms, which can be used online and in other mobile-friendly ways that would allow prospects to self-identify. This was a big thing for us to release, especially considering the fact that very soon associations would find themselves with smaller teams. And we also had the benefit of, of opening up a, a prospect form that didn't require someone to, to visit a facility or to fill out paperwork or to share a device. This is something that could be digitally. So starting with the operations, prospecting forms, as well as making some enhancements to the staff processes and providing more prospect conversion reports and all that in operations. That was really square one and what we began with in, in early summer 2020. At the same time we were developing this, we were also researching from the DAXCO Engage perspective. And at that time, a prospect record or a prospect profile as you would maybe call it in DAXCO operations. That didn't exist in DAXCO Engage. And step one for Engage was, was getting that information over there and having that available for our users. We also explored um, and added new group rules for, for prospects. And just in a nutshell, group rules are list segmentation criteria for marketing campaigns. And so the group rules that we ended up building for prospecting efforts were in, in many ways informed by 
uh, the feedback we were already getting from those first features that we released in DAX Cooperations when we saw a lot more leads coming in through those web forms. And so by the time the late summer last year rolled around, we were releasing the DAXCO Engage side of things. And so those are the two first uh, steps that we had to, to get right in this long game approach before fully getting into lead management with Engage. That all definitely makes sense. It's so important to get those first few pieces in place and more specifically to get them in the hands of our users. We love associations getting involved because we don't want to build anything unless it's useful. So your team, Krista, is not yet using lead management, but you've given us a ton of feedback. It's a newer tool, so something that we've recently released and making progress on. What are your thoughts about the current state of lead management, and where would you like to see that head in the future? I think for lead management, I saw two iterations of it. I saw a very early test of it and then the more recent release. And I was really impressed by the ability to have multiple kind of workflows that you could put people in and the usability of it, thinking how my staff might use it. Because some people, it takes them nine months to join. Some people, it takes them one visit. And it, it allowed for that differentiation, which was very exciting. It was also exciting for me to see changes in the second iteration that I had talked about on a webinar or one-on-one -on -one and, and given some ideas. I, I love seeing my ideas in DAXCO because it just makes me so happy. So I love to see the, the changes in there. For me, where I'd like to see it head in the future is to continue to be linked with operations reading in to engage and being able to, to use those two platforms together to create workflows. I think that is always super beneficial. I think a piece that might be missing for me is so many members are return members. So they might be a, a prospect, but they are actually, they already have a full account set in the system. And it's sometimes hard to manage that when they already have an account and you don't want duplicate accounts, but they really are a, a prospect for you, especially as we're exiting out of COVID. There's so many people who haven't been with us for you know almost two years now that are going to be true leads for us to handle. And just how that tool could work with within both prospects and engage and full accounts and engage. That's so interesting. In product and design, we would use the term persona. There's so many different personas there. As you mentioned, someone that it takes nine months to be comfortable joining, someone that's a day one right after the tour ready to join. And then beyond just the personas, there's also what you mentioned, which are use cases of these prospects are people who actually have been members in the past versus these people have never been members in the past uh, versus maybe these people are long-term members and they're not prospective members. They are prospective donors or prospective volunteers, people that we really see helping us carry out the mission. When you think about the term prospect, or you might use a different term at your association, but when you think about all of the things that you are trying to achieve with more process, how would you define at your organization what prospects are? I think for us, we do think of prospects right now as potential members. I think you hit the nail on the head when they could be a potential volunteer or a potential donor. There are more prospects than just members for us, but that seems to be the majority of people using DAXCO are thinking membership. First, but with our, we do have a new line state opening that we're looking at doing some more programming, and we have a, a lot of healthy living 
programs that we're launching very shortly, like diabetes prevention and continuing the work we've done with Strong. And really the prospecting in that is going to be huge because we're going to get lots of leads from doctors for people looking into those. So I think in general, I'd like to take my association from thinking of a prospect as a potential member to a, someone looking to be deeper engaged with the why and, and moving them towards a deeper engagement. So if they're a member, getting them to be a personal training client, if they're already in programs, getting them to volunteer for that program and moving them down from their casual commitment with the why to a connected commitment. And it's something so many of us need, especially returning to maybe some newer version of normal after such a long pandemic, just that connection and relationship with others and that sense of belonging and that sense of giving back, which I think is so incredibly important. So I love that has been a focus. Tell us a little bit about your team and how you go to collect that information and get that feedback to know how to maybe tweak some of those initial building blocks before adding on more. Yeah, there are a variety of ways. The best way, and I'm sure you'd say the same thing, Becky, is is to be with people, to be in front of them and to share a room and look at the same screen and talk through processes for, for obvious reasons. A lot of that style of feedback couldn't happen over the past many months. It was a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of screen sharing. We love building mock-ups and designs to show our users and have them walk us through what they're doing, explain what doesn't make sense. Um, but even after we've developed a solution and we've released it, we love working with early adopters and pilot customers. And so we'll be able to toggle some of these features on for select users. And that's really the, that's where we get, I think, a a lot of the best feedback is we have some of our users adopting this in a real-world scenario. And it's only then where some of those the, the more meatier bits of feedback start coming through. And we hear that, hey, maybe I didn't notice this or didn't think through this when I saw the early designs, but I was going through this prospect entry process the other day, and I realized I didn't have fill-in-the-blank, whatever that feature is. And so getting that real-world experience and, and getting some of these features out into the wild is a great way to, to start getting feedback. And then following up with users after they've had some time with the product, sending them surveys or just through other tools that we have, just tracking um, their interactions and, and making sure that we're accomplishing what we set out to accomplish. I know certainly all of the hard work that goes into reaching out and getting that feedback, both for our team, but also for our associations who are incredibly busy. So we're wanting to learn from them at a time when they also have many plates that are spinning at the same time. As we look to the future, we're never done iterating. That's the thing that's always true for product managers. Nothing is ever quote unquote done. It can always grow. It can always change because that's the world as well. The world's changing and needs are changing for our customers. So what are some of the things that you are hearing from our customers that pique your interest for the future? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Software is, is never truly done. And so we are still very much in uh, feedback gathering mode. And some of our associations begin adopting lead management, start using them with their teams. We're looking for some of the other ways that we could better facilitate sales teams. I'm really curious to learn um, more about how we can lean into developing lead management features for things like fundraising and donor development. But that's one thing that I'm very curious to learn more about. Uh, and just 
what are the, the ways that membership continues to evolve? This is something that's on our minds a lot with Dax Cooperations today is expanding this concept of membership and providing more um, flexibility and customization for what a membership looks like for a given person or a given family. And so when exploring that, there's also the kind of marketing and communication side of things and how can we better accommodate changes to membership strategy with membership communication. That all sounds really exciting. And you're correct. We've really focused on redefining what member means. What does a membership really mean to our associations and how is that growing and changing? So it's been really fun to see the product grow. And of course, incredibly exciting to see the growth of the product for our customers be supported by lead management. Charlie, you and I definitely share a a real love for our customers and what they do every day. And over the course of this pandemic, it was heartwarming and at times emotionally overwhelming to see the response of our customers to their local communities and to be a very small part of that and to cheer them on as they supported our communities and to give their community a time to join and to be a part of what they're doing to really shape and provide for the community around them is something that is very encouraging and exciting for me. We talked quite a bit about the development of this product and we talked about what lead management is, but can you talk a little bit about that piece of it? How has this project changed you and what are the things that you emotionally have connected to about this project that made it one that you were really passionate about? Yeah, you said that really well, Becky, how inspirational it has been to work alongside associations through this time of the world. And it has been especially exciting to, to feel like we are at least some small part in their, their recovery efforts and their redefinition of what the YMCA or what the JCC means for communities. It, it really makes it a joy to, to come to work every day and to solve these problems and to feel that the big questions and the big problems that our, our associations are looking to solve might might be a little bit easier with the software that we're building for them. So that's really the heart of, of why I love what I do. I think the the thing that I enjoy so much about our product team, and that expands not just to product managers, but also for our user experience designers, is that empathy and deep care and great responsibility that I think we come to work with every single day in order to care for our customers because our customers are really changing the world. And that could maybe sound a little bit cheesy, but I really mean it's people were fed that would not have been fed otherwise in in their communities during this pandemic. And seniors were receiving phone calls and being contacted at a time when there was a lot of loneliness that could have set in. And uh, I could go on and on about the things that our associations did uh, over the course of the pandemic. And it's uh, we were inspired by them before, but certainly after seeing that great response, all the more inspired and excited to see how our products can continue to help. How important, Krista, do you see, I can definitely answer from the DAXCO perspective, but how important do you see 
it being for organizations like Metropolitan Milwaukee to work closely with software providers that you use like Daxco? How important is it that we are on the same page and that we stay in communication? I think you and I probably have the same answer and that is it's so important. I can't tell you how many times I've had a staff complain about how something worked. And my first question is, have we submitted that? Have we told anybody that we would like to have that opportunity? Because a lot of the opportunities, especially, I know you were leading calls over the initial start of, of COVID and, and the pandemic, and there were some really quick changes that were implemented directly from those calls. So I think if we're not talking to you guys at DAPSCO about what we really need, we're never going to get what we really need. So we, we have to have that, that conversation. And you guys have been so quick to, to take stuff and roll with it. I think it's a detriment if we're not just, so I cannot stress enough how important it is. And, and I know it's important to you. And I think that's very important for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Our answer is the same. I think um, the, the thing that matters most to us is not that we develop something that we think is neat or that we think is designed the way it should work. It's really that it meets your needs. And if, if it doesn't meet your needs yet, typically we lose sleep over those things. It's so fun to work with all of our associations to better understand needs. Definitely that time at the beginning of the pandemic when we took our entire software roadmap and said, okay, put that on a shelf for a moment. People have immediate <laughs> needs. We typically release about 26 times on DAX cooperations in a given year. So it's about bi-weekly, but during 2020, I think we had 96 releases and it was because every association <laughs> had, here's an idea, please help us do this. We've got to take care of this. And it was a ton of fun, uh, but it's really fun also to be getting back to some of these key projects that are long running, that are features that will provide sustainability for all of you and efficiency which I know is huge. So I just incredibly appreciate your time talking with us today about your experience working with our team and what we would call discovery or research to learn more about how we can help. Is there anything else, Krista, that you would like to share about this process or anything that you want to make sure people know about your organization? I think just in, in working with you guys at DAPSCO for product development or updates, it is very important to make sure that the frontline staff at our YMCAs are able to be a part of that process. And, and a lot of times that's on the YMCA to make sure that we're asking for feedback from our staff and bringing that to, to you guys at DAXCO. So anyone listening, I, I would just really uh, stress that it's been great for me to talk to my frontline staff who use the product with members more than I do now in my, my current role to get feedback from them because they've had some great ideas that I've been able to bring to you guys and, and thoughts that I think if I wasn't having those important conversations with them and allowing them that space to come up with ideas, it, it wouldn't have happened. For everybody up at more upper management, we, we have ideas and thoughts which are fantastic, but getting the thoughts of those who are actually using the product is so important. And anytime I have a new director, that's somebody that after 30 days, I usually ask them for what they wish the system would do because they have fresh eyes and aren't ingrained in double that's the way we've always done it. They might be like, why is this, why does it take me six clicks to do this when I should just be able to go right here and do it? That's always been a big part of my onboarding is having that circle back after 30 days because I get some really good information and clarity from those staff. I think that's just a really important part of it. And I'd recommend that to, to anyone. 
I love that. We love talking to every single staff person. It's so critical for us to know. And as you mentioned, everyone has a fresh perspective. Even with frontline staff, one person's experience is not the same as the next. And so it's so important. So I greatly appreciate that you get everyone involved and give us such great feedback so we can make our products better, which hopefully in turn makes your life much easier. That's always our goal. So I just um, incredibly appreciate your time today. We are going to be continuing to cheer on the YMCA of Metropolitan Milwaukee with your new branch that's opened. And we'll continue to be very excited about the things that you do and excited to hear from you because we know you'll be giving us valuable feedback to make our products better. Thank you so much, Krista. Thank you, Becky. Thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of The Accelerant. This podcast is about inspiring you. So please reach out to us with any questions, thoughts, and ideas by emailing podcast at daxco.com or reaching out to us on social media at daxco, that's D-A-X-K-O, or post with hashtag Accelerant Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can hear the latest episodes. That simple click helps us continue to bring new and enlightening episodes to your ears. Bonus points if you leave a review. Let other listeners know about us and what Accelerant means to you. Accelerant Podcast is a product of Daxco, serving the health and wellness community for over 20 years with comprehensive technology solutions to over 7 million members worldwide. Learn more at Daxco.com. That's D-A-X-K-O dot com. Accelerant is produced by Sean Ellis Hussey and me, Becky Irby. Special thanks to the entire product team for season three. Sound and story editing by Sean Ellis Hussey. I'm your host, Becky Irby. Tune in every other Friday for a new episode of The Accelerant.